Hello, this is Annie Catherine, host of the multi-award-winning podcast, Soulful Series. Thank you for joining me as I chat with award-winning authors who have written a memoir or nonfiction motivational book and have an uplifting message to share. Hi, everyone. I am here with Magdala. She is the author of Plus Size, a memoir of pop culture, fat phobia, and social change. Thank you, Magdala, for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Um, I think you are so brave for writing this. And I really, it's so, it's so thin, but there is a lot packed in this. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say. So what inspired you to write this? What inspired me was seeing um, body positivity kind of go mainstream and like all of a sudden, all of the major outlets were talking about it. Um, and I just knew so much of the nuance and the original intent was going to be lost intentionally in some cases and in some cases unintentionally. So I just wanted to, you know, record, have like a, a, a historical recording of that period in time. Yeah, I I love how you made the connections between your own experience, your thoughts and pop culture, and you really brought to light um, things that, you know what, I didn't even notice. And I just love the awareness you brought in this book. So talk about the themes that are explored in the book. Yeah, so um, one of the uh, biggest themes in the book is misogyny. Um, and I, I think some readers understood that and some readers um, kind of dropped off partway through the book. But if you noticed in every single or almost every single essay, some aspect of misogyny is touched on because it's so um, central to the to the whole issue. Right. And even today, I'm still learning more about misogyny and how it is the underlying of so many social problems and um, issues. It's a lot, I think misogyny is a lot bigger of a problem than any of us truly realizes. And so the more we, the more we uh, learn and the more we understand, the more we'll see it. Um, also along with misogyny, uh, misogynoir is a theme, which is um, like the intersection of uh, gender uh, discrimination along with race discrimination, racism, but specifically for black women. So that's why it's kind of like a clever play on words. You have misogyny and then you have misogynoir, which is noir is, uh, means black in French. Um, and then along with those other themes um, are, of course, fat phobia, but also um, ableism, which is like the discrimination against uh, disabled people, um, along with classism, you know, and capitalism and all of these, all of these social issues are connected. There's a saying that all systems of oppression are connected and these themes are present throughout the book. And I hope that it shows how, how they're connected. Yes. Yes. I can see that. And I love that you brought that to the, the attention in this book that there's a lot that goes into it. It's just not that phobia. There's, like you said, misogyny and and d discrimination and ableism and i yes it, i 
I was like screaming yes when I was reading this. So talk a little bit about what, like what pop culture you wanted to include in here. Like why did you, why were you um, drawn to some of the movies that you used? Definitely. Um, I, I do love pop culture, but I specifically love pop culture that is mostly geared towards women. Um, so it's like the things like the, like romantic comedies or, you know, some reality shows or like even, um, movies on Lifetime, <laughs> you know? yeah. but it's like you, you, you think about that and you can't also help, but have like that knee jerk reaction of like, you know, the negative connotations associated with women's media, you know, yeah. and how stigmatized or just disrespected the media is and, you know, connecting that to the disrespect towards women generally in our society. Right. Yeah. Like there was, there's uh, one theory that um, how our society treats uh, women celebrities is um, indicative of how they feel about women. You know, so we see like all of the misogyny in the media, the media bias, and and it just shows you how they feel about women. Um, the first the first movie though, Shallow How, I don't think that was really geared towards women. They build it as a romantic comedy, but it definitely felt like a really like raunchy, like dude bro comedy. <laughs> they just build it as a romantic comedy and tried to like play that off. But um, other than that, yeah, that was my taste. Yeah, I I think. We are so ingrained in seeing all these messages that we don't even think about it anymore. It just kind of goes over our heads. And and that's not, we shouldn't be, it, we should not have this ingrained into our society and it be acceptable. And I think that's what your book is trying to tell us and to be aware. So now when I watch a movie, I'm looking like, okay, where is uh, the discrimination in this one? And I, it is still runs rampant. And so you want to create this social change. So how do we get there? That's a great question. Um, and I think that's a big part of it is just becoming aware because most of the time, we don't know and we end up just internalizing uh, these like systems of discrimination and power. So, you know, there was this one person who said, you know, like a big part of my journey has been realizing that I am racist. I am sexist. I am transphobic. I am fatphobic. I am ableist. Um, I am anti-Semitic. And it's really up to me to recognize the structures that are making me this way and to undo that in myself, right? To undo the, that um, conditioning. Um, and it's not easy, but it's, you can't, it's, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And, and, and it becomes up to you whether you want to uninternalize, undo those systems in yourself um, or not. Yeah, I agree. And for parents out there, it's good for parents to not keep perpetuating this and teaching the next generation what is what is not right. And me as a parent, that's what I want to contribute as well. So um, how is your book different than others on the market? 
I would say um, it's not typically like other memoirs. It's it's definitely a memoir, but it's like creative nonfiction. Um, we've seen a lot of memoirs that do contain like pop culture analysis and references. Um, I think mine is the first to have like this combination of pop culture reviews, um, personal reflections, um, academic essays and blog posts. Um, it's just like a new creative style, I would say. Yeah, and it's very well researched. I that's what I you have points for each thing you say, and that, that I I think that's very important. Um, so, who will benefit most from your book? That's a very interesting question. Um, I think I really think everyone. To be honest, like the the answer is everyone. I remember one review said that you know, this shouldn't just be read by plus size people. This should be read by everyone. Because I think these issues really do affect everybody to different degrees, of course, depending on um, proximity to power and privilege. But it does affect everyone. Yeah, I agree. Just because it says plus size, uh, plus size people will relate to it. But also, if you don't have that um, if you're not discriminated against for being plus size, you can see where these, where this discrimination lies and how not to perpetuate it. Like I said before, that everybody should read this book. It, it it's so important. <laughs> it's so important, and I really um, admire you for opening up and being brave to write your personal experiences. That couldn't be easy. And I think because you do that, you're, you're helping a lot of people. Thank you. Thank you. That means <laughs> a lot. So tell us what you want readers to take away from your book. Definitely. Definitely. I think the biggest takeaway hopefully is to question everything right? Because these um, systems of power, they only continue because we don't question them. And when you don't question them, you just accept things as fact. And when you do that, you're more likely to continue to perpetuate these systems because you don't see anything wrong with it. It's just your norm. It's just how you were raised. It's just the what feels normal to you. Um, and a key way of, you know, questioning everything is through media literacy. Um, Media is one of the biggest tools of socialization, where we learn the rules of being in a society, including, you know, which groups to ostracize, you know, which groups to privilege. Um, and I think media literacy or understanding um, what a piece of media is trying to convey, the messaging, and and also, as you mentioned, like what group of what this is saying about marginalized groups of people, yeah. having that understanding will help you to recognize how these systems of oppression are being reaffirmed and also to not internalize it. So if you, you're literate and you're seeing that and you know what, what's being done there, you're more likely to not um, then just consume that brainlessly and just like have that become a part of you and your psyche. Um, and you so you can distinguish like, okay, that's what's happening there, but I don't have to internalize that. Yeah, that's that's very good advice. It's kind of like taking yourself out of it, saying this, whatever they're saying, that is 
what they're saying, but that has nothing to do with me. And I can walk away from this and I can do something about it too. And that's perfect. Um, so you wrote this book. Um, is it last, was it last year it was published? Yeah. And since then, what have you continued to do to, um, to keep your message alive? Yeah, um, I have uh, a um, Twitter account where I interact with other fat activists. Um, I've always used social media to um, follow um, other groups of marginalized people. And, you, and I learned so much. You learn so much from people through social media. Uh, social media has been such a game changer. You know, before social media, it was only the mainstream media outlets that had like this monopoly on information and what we saw about ourselves. But social media gave everybody a platform. And so I follow people, I learn, um, I amplify, and I also try to amplify my message as well. Um, I've been doing interviews like this on, on like different podcasts and radio shows um, to get the message out. I love that. And you're right. Social media does give you a voice and you have the choice to, to support different messages and what is right and help, you know, so for social change. So, well, great. So where can people find out more about you? I have a website. Um, you can go to my website at, at Um That's no spaces in between, all lowercase, plussizebook.com. Um, you can also find me on Twitter or TikTok at plus size book, lowercase, no spaces. Um, and also I am on Medium. You can follow me on Medium. I post articles. Uh, my name on there is Magdala. Okay, great, great. And then where can people find your book? Um, everywhere books are sold, thankfully, um, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, Book Depository, uh, Scribd, etc. Great. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. And I wish you the best of luck as you continue to share your voice with the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Soulful Series is hosted by me, Annie Catherine. Soulful Series is a Vienna Studios production produced by Vanessa Ferlano. Music by Vanessa Ferlino. Catch you next time, part of the ACAST community.